here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811. 877-381-3811. Let's, let's put a few markers down here. Welcome, America. Now we have two accusers. What do these two accusers have in common? What do these two accusers have in common? Not a single witness. Not a single person, best friends, roommates in one case, family members, not a single person who will corroborate or who can corroborate what they're saying. Not one. Among the two of them. That's just for starters. They're both Democrats. They both are being advised by partisan Democrats. They both have played into the 11th hour sabotage effort of Chuck Schumer and the Democrats. We have to change the entire notion of justice in the country where the accuser can make the accusation and the accused is guilty until the accused can prove his innocence. What does that mean? How can that possibly work? How can that possibly work? Now we're told we're going to have this hearing Thursday and it's just about impressions. Impressions. So now we have a soap opera. That's right, a soap opera. Mark, don't you care about women's rights? I sure as hell do, and I think Ted Kennedy should have been prosecuted for murder. What do you think about that? And I think Bill Clinton should have been prosecuted for rape. What do you think about that? And I think Keith Ellison should be removed as deputy chair of the DNC, and the Minnesota Democrat Party should pull his ticket, and he should be under investigation too. So I do care for women. But I don't care for kangaroo courts. That's what I don't care for. And don't make any doubt about this. The media love it. They love it because their ratings are up. The media love it because on Thursday their ratings are going to go through the roof. They're going to sell more Clorox. They're going to have a hell of a time. It's going to be wonderful. They're all going to get their haircuts, extra makeup, have their eyebrows trimmed. They'll get their mustaches trimmed, the men and the women. You watch. This is a big event for the media. Because it's a circus. And they help create it. And I hope you watched my show on Sunday night at 10 p.m. Turns out millions did. And I hope you watched Levin TV tonight. I hope you watched it last week. We have an enormous... An enormous family of subscribers now. As we walk through these issues. As we walk through these issues. And the media, which claims to defend the liberty of the individual, which talks about freedom of the press and freedom of speech, the media would reject all the rest of the Bill of Rights. 
So when a man is accused, a man is guilty because he's a man. And then we get lectures. Lectures, generally, about sexual harassment, sexual molestation, including from people who may well have been involved in it themselves. This isn't a general matter. This isn't a policy matter. This isn't a political matter. It's a matter of an individual. That's what happens in court, and that's what's supposed to happen in the front of this committee. That's what's supposed to happen. Not one witness, neither of them. Now the latest, Ms. Ramirez. She didn't have a very good memory of what took place. But six days with lawyers, suddenly... Her suppressed memory, her repressed memory has been clarified. She wasn't sitting with psychologists. She wasn't sitting with a criminal uh, experts. She was, no, no, her lawyers. The lawyers somehow brought her back. And she has details, not a lot of details, but some details, enough to know that she knows what she knows, that she's exactly, or she's confident. Now, Dr. Ford, who's the first accuser, she said she's mentioning names. They check the names and they, I don't know anything about this. I don't, I wasn't there. All these parties. Last time I checked, when you're at a party, there's a lot of people at a party, right, Mr. Producer? You party at high school, party at college. I don't know much about it. I didn't go to parties. I didn't drink very much either, quite frankly. Yes, I was the bubble man even back then. But okay, fine, it doesn't matter. Parties, parties, parties. And no witnesses. No witnesses. You've got the media out there talking to people who saw nothing. Uh, you know, sounds like Brett. No, it doesn't sound like Brett. What does that matter? Why are we even here? Why is there a hearing on this? This is all it takes? Now, the second accuser, Ramirez, the Democrats found her. The Democrats on the Senate Judiciary Committee. Why do they call it the Senate Judiciary Committee? They should call it the Senate Star Chamber Committee. What the hell do these fools do? One clown after another. One clown after another. So Ramirez... The Democrats on the Senate Judiciary Committee find her. Then she's really not sure. I don't know if I want to come forward. Six days later, it's like the Stockholm uh, treatment. Six days later, what what they do? Waterboard her? She comes forward. I remember everything. The clarity's in my mind. Brett Kavanaugh, Brett Kavanaugh, Brett Kavanaugh. I don't really want to come forward. Have you ever seen so many people who don't want to come forward coming forward? Have you ever seen people come forward and make allegations with not a single witness? I'm at a party. I don't remember where I was. I don't remember when it happened. I don't remember who was there. I don't, but it's him. He did it. Now, that's a little too convenient. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You got Juanita Broderick with specifics, details. He bit my lip. I went to the doctor. I had to do this. I sold so-and-so. And eh, we don't want to hear from you. You're not a professor. You're a deplorable. We don't want to hear. Paula Jones, he showed me this. He asked me to do this. I immediately told someone. Uh, we don't want to hear from you. 
Kathleen Willie. I went into the Oval Office. He grabbed my breast. And said, uh, we don't want to hear from you. They all. They all left the scenes and have told people immediately. Here, nothing. And we're told this is the way it always works. We just, I just gave you three examples where it didn't work that way. I've had women call into my program, tell me they were sexually assaulted. It didn't work that way for them either. Why? Why after 36 years, 35 years, do people get the benefit of the doubt? Why does Kavanaugh not get the benefit of the doubt? Like every other person who's accused of a crime. Man's a judge 12 years on the second most powerful court in the nation. We hear nothing. The man's name is on Trump's list for almost two years. Two years to prepare if you're going to hit him. We hear nothing. They have their hearings, which was a clown show in and of itself. They raise nothing. Hearing's over, going to take a vote. Oh, yes, Ms. Feinstein, what do you have? Well, I got this letter. But it didn't even come up that way. She got a letter. She didn't share it with the Republicans. Republicans had to beg for the letter. But you see, Dr. Ford didn't want to come forward, which is why she contacted the Washington Post. Now, if you want privacy, right, you contact the Washington Post? No, I don't think so. This thing stinks from top to bottom. And we're going to give the Democrats a pass? What they did to Bork, what they did to Thomas, what they did to Estrada, what they did to a dozen other wonderful individuals who are qualified to be federal judges? And now this guy, Kavanaugh, it's like an Eagle Scout. And you'll learn tonight, he was a virgin right up in almost college. But they have him painted as a serial sexual predator. And this disgusting puke, this slip-and-fall sleazeball lawyer, Google his name, Michael Avenatti, or whatever the hell his name is. See, see his past. See the lawsuits that have been uh, filed against him by his own partner. Out there making the most disgusting comments possible. And CNN, Brian Stelter, I'll deal with you, you little ass, in the last hour. Don't worry. You sit on the edge of your chair and you record every damn thing I say. And then I'm going to challenge you to come on to my radio show and to defend every one of your stupid columns or com- uh, commentaries. Okay? Okay, tough guy? Reliable sources. You're the unreliable source, you clown. But that's for a, mo- a little later. Star Chamber. What's that, Mark? Google it. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Even the Democrats on the Senate Judiciary Committee and its CNN and MSLSD can understand, although they will reject it, being who they are and what they are. Why shouldn't I believe Brett Kavanaugh's denials? Why should I believe his accusers? It's Brett Kavanaugh who's the public man. It's Brett Kavanaugh who chose to be a public man. It's Brett Kavanaugh who acceded to six FBI background checks. It's Brett Kavanaugh who had a high-profile position in the Bush White House. It's Brett Kavanaugh who's written over 300 public opinions and has sat in a public position on the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals for 12 years. 
It's Brett Kavanaugh, whose name was on the Trump list of potential justices of the United States. It's Brett Kavanaugh, who opened himself to the hearing process, come, will or won't come, in terms of issues and so forth. Didn't sound like to me he had anything to hide. Did it to you, Mr. Producer? No. So why shouldn't I believe him? When you have somebody, Dr. Ford, who comes in, really at the last moment, to sabotage him. To sabotage him. She's playing along to sabotage him. She chose the lawyers. The the lawyers are left-wing hacks. She has to agree to that legal representation. She's agreed that uh, humiliated, now under criminal investigation, former Deputy FBI Director McCabe's lawyer, Brownwich, will be among her lawyers. She's agreed to that. We still don't know who's paying for them, do we, Stelter? We have no idea who's paying for all these lawyers. Ramirez, even worse. The Democrats go and find her. She says she's not really sure, and six days with lawyers, not for uh, psychiatric care, not, not uh, any of that stuff. No, with lawyers. The lawyers, they, they'll, they'll figure it out. Suddenly her... Her her thoughts have been clarified. Well, why should I believe her? Why should I believe her? They don't have a single witness, either of them, to any of it. Not one. The issue is the New Yorker. What a disgraceful joke of a magazine. And this guy, Ronan, what the hell? Farrow. Frank Sinatra's son. He looks that way to me. Maybe I'm wrong. What the hell do I know? Ronan Farrow, very proud of himself out there. I watched him spinning on TV today. Well, most women this and most men, we're not interested in most this and most that. We're interested in these cases right in front of our faces. That's how it works, Ronan. That's what a reporter's supposed to do, Ronan. In fact, the Ramirez case is so bad, so preposterous, even the lousy, Holocaust-denying New York Times had to turn it down. And you know, if there was a, a single syllable that they could hang their hat on, they would have. No journalistic standards whatsoever, Ronan. And his sidekick, Jane Mayer, the co-author. Go ahead and Google her name. What a sleazeball, right, Stelter? Absolute sleazeball. The way she trashed Clarence Thomas. The way she built up Anita Hill. Her book was panned heavily. Complete fraud. Look what she wrote recently. I think it was back in March. Building up Christopher Steele. She jumps into that. Christopher Steele, this this great patriot. There was a great piece of the American Spectator, I think, by George Neuauer. Outstanding, exposing her. She's one of these journalists, don't you know? At the New Yorker with Ronan Farrow, who wrote about Ms. Ramirez. So why should we believe Ms. Mar- uh, Ramirez? Why should we believe Dr. Ford? Why shouldn't we believe Kavanaugh? Kavanaugh hasn't conspired with anybody. Kavanaugh hasn't done anything. He's a public man. He's had his name out there forever. And only now, when he's an inch away from being confirmed to the United States Supreme Court, when we're 42 days away from the midterm elections, the same people who want... Trump's head on a stake. Now on Kavanaugh's head on a stake. And by the way, as I was doing my research for radio, for Levin TV, for Fox, do you know there's been a move? I didn't even know this. 
since the early spring to impeach Clarence Thomas? That there were words to that effect in the left-wing media that we ought to really start thinking about impeaching Clarence Thomas if we take the House? These are miscreants. These are malcontents. These people will destroy this society, and they won't even blink in the middle of it. And those kind of people do exist. They're right in front of your eyes. They're right in front of your eyes. I do not believe these women. I believe Kavanaugh. For the reasons I said, you can't have one damn witness? Well, you know, cases like this. I didn't ask about cases like this. I asked about these cases. These two cases. You don't have any corroboration whatsoever? Well, it would seem, you know, Brett used to drink. I didn't ask that. And you're Ramirez's best friend? Yes. Did she say anything to you? No. Not a word? No. Family members? No. No. Anything? No. Oh, then Kavanaugh must be guilty. Because it's up to him to prove his innocence. Now, ladies and gentlemen, there are a lot of fascistic and communist societies that operate that way. And apparently the Democrat Party and our media, too. I'll be right back. If you have a moment, I want you all to go to BrickHouseLevin.com. Just go there and click on the Buy Now button so you can read the reviews. Over 1,200 five-star reviews, I might add. But this one caught my attention from Steve in Denver. I'm upset with Mark because he's got me hooked on Field of Greens. What a great product. Thank you, BrickHouse, for your amazing product and great customer service. I'm a monthly subscriber, and I won't live without it. And you're welcome, Steve. And subscribing is smart. You save money that way. Field of Greens is made with real USDA organic fruits and vegetables and helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. Plus, they offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee or your money back. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com or call 833-RING-BHN. Get 15% off your first order with promo code LEVIN. That's BrickHouseLevin.com or call 833-RING-BHN, promo code LEVIN. If you turn off your radio and open the window, you can probably hear him straight from the studio. Call Mark Levin at 877-381-3811. You know, ladies and gentlemen, it looks like the American media, most of them, and the Democrats, the Senate Judiciary Committee, and in Congress generally have stolen the Russian legal system. Looks like they've colluded with the Russians to use their legal system. They have the mindset of Vladimir Putin. They view their ideological and political adversaries as absolute enemies. And they are guilty of whatever they're accused of, however they're accused. It doesn't much matter. They're guilty. And so they reject the American legal system. They reject justice generally, where you're innocent until proven guilty. And they embrace Putin's Russia. I've told you all along, this, these attacks on Trump never made sense. So we have the Putin Democrats now in the Senate Judiciary Committee, the Putin Democrats. Um, and I want you to think about this, the old Russia and then the Soviet Union and Russia again. 
how they treated people. How they treated people. You're accused of blaspheming the state. How do you plead? Not guilty. Okay. Now prove that you didn't. What? Prove that you didn't. Or you're going to serve 30 years in hard labor in Siberia. Or at MSNBC, one or the other. I think I'd take Siberia. MSNBC is the Siberia media. Right, Andrea Mitchell? Look, they even use guys like Brian Williams, a complete nut job. But I'm quite serious about this. Russia, Russia, Russia. Okay, Russia. Watch them Thursday, right there in the Senate Judiciary Committee hearing. Now, there's one silver lining here, ladies and gentlemen. I mentioned this last week. You're pretty pissed off, aren't you? You're ticked off. The Democrats in the Senate Judiciary Committee and the Democrats in the media have actually invigorated or maybe reinvigorated the Trump base and the conservative base. That's what they're doing. And I, I predict they'll even do more of it on Thursday. There's a point at which they're getting the attention of the vast majority of the American people and they're going, what the hell is this? What the hell is this? You don't have any corroborating witnesses? You really have nothing? Two? The Democrats were involved in springing these these tactics at the very last minute, these sleazy tactics, and they've been doing it for 31 years? 31 years. The Democrats are out there trolling for dirt? They found this, uh, this lady, uh, Ramirez, whose memory wasn't very clear, and then after six days with the... Uh, with the Russian lawyers, a.k.a. the Democrat lawyers, suddenly, light bulbs are going off everywhere. Everywhere. The New Yorker. What kind of sleazeball magazine is the New Yorker? But don't worry, Ronan Farrow was there. Well, then that, I guess he's right then, right? Judge, jury, Ronan Farrow? This isn't Hollywood, Ronan. Where you had most of these people dead the rights. You don't have a single damn witness. Not one. And you partnered up with a real sleazeball. Am I using sleazeball too much? Oh, wait till the third hour with this guy Stelter. Am I using sleazeball too much, ladies and gentlemen? Let me tell you something. As somebody who really does cherish the Constitution, as somebody who really does cherish the Bill of Rights, as somebody who really does cherish the First Amendment, as somebody who really does cherish freedom of speech and freedom of the press, and understand the history behind it, and how far back it goes, and how many lives have been lost, to ensure that we have these liberties. I am disgusted with the phony modern media in this country that abuses their protection, that abuses their immunity, and pretends that they're journalists. They're not journalists. Name one journalist at MSNBC. One. Name one journalist at CNN. One. All apparatchiks of the left, of the Democrat Party. Name one conservative who's a host or a journalist at either of those networks. And by the way, there shouldn't be conservatives and liberals, but play along. Name one. I didn't say Republican. 
I'm not talking about guests and contributors. They've cleansed those cable networks. They've cleansed them. I can name a bunch of liberals at Fox, some of whom I can't even stand, but I have to keep my lips sealed. I can't name a bunch of conservatives at either of those other two uh, carbon footprints. Unbelievable. And look at the backgrounds of some of these people. Go ahead and Google Jeffrey Tubin's background. See what he complete, may I say, sleazeball that guy is. And there's others over there at CNN who are hiding under the table, and I know who you are, and you know exactly who I'm talking about. But this guy, Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. He's chosen because he's had six FBI background checks. He's chosen because he's a public man and has been a public man for a long time. He's chosen because he has over 300 opinions for people to analyze. He's chosen because he's a goody two-shoes for the most part. And look, if they can do this to this guy, they can do it to anybody. And let me tell you something. If it wasn't Brett Kavanaugh and it was Sarah Palin, what do you think they'd be doing? You think they'd be talking about women's rights? You think they'd be giving us lectures about sexual harassment and male domination? Do you think we'd be hearing about a hundred years of old white men and what they've done to society? Do you think that? No. Well, what did they do to Clarence Thomas? What did they do to Clarence Thomas? Did they talk about the history of what's happened to African Americans in this country and even before there was a country? No, not one word. It doesn't matter to the left. They go right into the stereotype by Clarence Thomas. The media, the left, happy to do it. They throw their stereotypes all over the place as long as the ends justify the means. Just list, just look at how they conduct themselves. And Schumer's been involved in all of it. And Dick Durbin's been involved in all of it. And Patrick Leahy's been involved in all of it. And Feinstein in most of it. They filibuster the hell out of George W. Bush's circuit court nominees. I explained this at length on Fox. I'm not going to do the whole thing. But they, and they filibuster the hell out of his judges. And block dozens of them. Then when Obama's president, they eliminate the filibuster rule for circuit court judges to ram them all through and take over nine of the 13 appellate courts. Ideological, hardcore leftists. Nine out of the 13 appellate courts. All of a sudden, they don't like the filibuster rule. Now they want the filibuster rule back. For it, against it, now for it. Then they say, Joe Biden, Schumer, the rest of them, Obama, as senators, George W. Bush better not nominate anybody for the United States Supreme Court in the last year of his presidency if there's a vacancy. What does Obama do in the last year as president with his idiot vice president, Joe Biden, standing right next to him, checking the zipper on his pants, his own pants? What are they doing? They're nominating somebody, Merrick Garland, in the last year of Obama's presidency. Now they've changed the rules. 
you should not nominate anybody for the Supreme Court in the year before midterm election. Are your eyes going up in the top of your head? You're getting a little confused at this point. Now they want to change our entire justice system. Kavanaugh's guilty because two women say he's guilty without a single witness. And he has to prove he's innocent. Now, Mr. Xi over at Red China thinks that's great. The Taliban in Afghanistan, they, they think that's great. Little Kim Jong-un, not so little, he's as wide as he is tall, over there in North Korea, he thinks this is great. The Cuban regime, great. The Venezuelan regime, great. And the Democrat Party regime in this country thinks it's great too. They think it's great. If they could hang Kavanaugh by his toes on a telephone pole, they'd do it. They do it. You know what the problem here is, ladies and gentlemen? We let them protest. We let them push the narrative. We let them change our reality. It's time to get angry. It's time to voice your concerns. It's time to stand up and be heard. Rather than sit there and scratch your head and shake your head. It's time to be heard. And I mean in a civil, legitimate way, our First Amendment rights. Because that court belongs to you and me. What that court does affects you and me. That Senate belongs to you and me. It doesn't belong to MoveOn.org and NARAL and Planned Parenthood. It doesn't belong to them. It belongs to you. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. We have here is the Scorch Earth plan. Can never allow a constitutionalist, hopefully that's what Kavanaugh is, stand out of the way of the progressive agenda. Ever. This isn't a game to you and me, ladies and gentlemen. This is our lives. The court has way too much power. In my view, it has power outside our constitutional order. That's the way Woodrow Wilson and the progressives of over 100 years ago wanted it. They got what they wanted. There's a, uh, there's a few justices on the Supreme Court who get it, who are true constitutionalists and originalists. And what is... What is uh, the battle over here. You have somebody, Kavanaugh, who says, look, I want to enforce the Constitution. Well, therefore, he must oppose the progressive agenda. And what I say over and over again is if you really watch these hearings, really understand what's going on, constitutionalists are being attacked because they're trying to uphold the Constitution or they believe in upholding the Constitution and they do not embrace the far left agenda. And I'm going to tell the Republicans something on this Senate Judiciary Committee and in Congress, basically, and particularly the Senate. The next time, the next time there's a Democrat nominee, you put them through the meat grinder. You show them what it's like. You have never done it. Because until you do that, they will never stand down. You punish them. 
punish them. And you don't need to go low like the left. You don't need to go low like the left. But you need to step up and punish them on their ideology. And when they bring up abortion, show people what they're talking about. Show people what they're talking about. Have you signed up for the free online course about how Congress is supposed to work? Well, let me tell you, nothing's more timely than this. Please do it right now at levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. Hillsdale College's groundbreaking new online course, Congress, How It Used to Work and Why It Doesn't, is essential for anyone who wants to understand how Congress got so broken and how it can be fixed. The title actually sums up why you need to take this course. Hillsdale College teaches better than anyone anywhere the Constitution and how our government was designed to work to protect freedom. In this course, you'll learn exactly what Congress should be doing and what it shouldn't. How it got to the state it's in today and how we can start to restore a more constitutional Congress. The course is free to you, my listeners, and you can start any time now, like right now. And what's more, with this course, Hillsdale has created an entirely new online course experience that has to be experienced to be believed. Just go to LevinforHillsdale.com right now to register. It's free, so don't delay. Reserve your spot today at LevinforHillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. You know, there was an announcement today that I thought about by the uh, broadcast company I work for, Cumulus Westwood One. And the announcement was that uh, Michael Savage will do one hour of radio and one hour podcasting, and that Ben Shapiro will be doing two hours of radio and one hour podcasting. And let me just say this. This is a tough business. It's a very competitive business. And for a long time, uh, Dr. Savage and I had the same time slot. Then he moved to the 3 p.m. time slot. Now, we've been bitter opponents for a long time. And I have no reason to say this other than I believe it. I believe he's been an outstanding broadcaster. I don't get to listen to him much these days, given my insane schedule. And I'm glad he's still going to be with us. I really believe that. Despite some of the things he said, and I've said some things about him. This isn't a peace thing or anything of the sort. I'm just expressing myself. And I think Ben Shapiro will do a very good job as well. I've come to know him, like him, and he's uh, sharp as can be. But I wanted to mention this about uh, Dr. Savage, because it's been bothering me, quite frankly. It's been bothering me. There's no cartel. I don't check in with Rush and Sean, even though they're my friends or anything of that sort. Uh, but uh, certainly over the past few years, you'll notice I've never taken any shots at him. You see, ladies and gentlemen, there's so few of us now in the media who don't agree on everything. 
but agree on the essentials and the fundamentals. And the Republic, in my view, is in such dire straits. And the, the effort to take out this president, the effort to forever control the Supreme Court, these are big issues. These are very, very big issues. What's happening to our culture, the things that are said even by politicians and media every day, on prime time for our kids to hear about a Supreme Court nominee or even the commercials or the rectile. Look, I'm going, what the hell's going on here? It's a disgrace. So there's not a lot of us. There's just not. And I think the younger broadcasters, Ben and others, can learn a lot from us. Not to be like us, of course. Be yourself, your own personality and so forth. But we've, we've gone through the ringer. We have fought the battles. We have made conservative talk radio possible. We've had to deal with efforts to put in place the so-called fairness doctrine, which is quite the opposite. And the equal time doctrine. All these battles have been fought. And the paths have been cleared. Eventually, there'll be a whole new generation, hopefully. But you need to respect those who've been here and those who came before. I'll be right back. With a daily fake news dump pouring through your TV, mobile phones and computers, you may have missed some real news like the recent study in the journal Cell Metabolism. Scientists suspected a correlation between growing rates of obesity and processed foods, but what this study discovered was that these foods also appear to lead people to overeat. Here's the bottom line. You need fresh fruits and vegetables in your diet, which is why I recommend that you start taking Field of Greens by Brickhouse Nutrition. Just one scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA-certified organic fruits and vegetables. It helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. This is real food, not some fake supplement lab powder. Just read the nutrition facts panel on the side. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com, that's BrickHouseLevin.com, and you'll get 15% off your first order with the offer code LEVIN. You know you're not going to start cooking fresh fruits and vegetables, so let's not pretend. Just get one full cup of fruits and one full cup of vegetables every day with Field of Greens. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com, BrickHouseLevin.com, offer code LEVIN. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, everybody. Mark Levin, our number 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. Listen. Anybody who feels they were wrongly touched by any Democrat senator on the Senate Judiciary Committee, I'm talking about in a sexual way, you should come forward if you're telling the truth. Because the same rules of proof should apply to them, which is none. I'm not saying do something stupid. If you really were in some way harassed or assaulted, you should come forward. Because we were told it wasn't that long ago 
that sexual harassment on Capitol Hill is pervasive. I think it was Jackie Spears or Kristen Gillibrand, one of them, that it's pervasive, pervasive. And yet they stopped talking about it. If you were at a party, a drunken party on Capitol Hill, or a drunken party that had one of these Democrat senators there, members of Congress, you should go to the media and tell them. Matter of fact, same applies to the media. CNN, MSNBC, and the rest. Because we have new standards now, and I think they should be applied across the board, don't you? New standards, the Russian Vladimir Putin standards that have been embraced by the Democrats and the media, which is, you're guilty, because I say you're guilty. It's pretty much what Kristen Gillibrand said the other day. I believe her because she's telling the truth. Well, there you have it. She'd be a great Russian czar. Or... Russian communist. Mitch McConnell actually gave an excellent speech on the floor of the Senate. I was quite surprised, quite frankly, but it was a damn good speech. I want you to hear some of this. Cut four, go. Let me start with a quote, Mr. President. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to fight this nomination with everything I've got. Well, that was the Democratic leader on television mere hours after Judge Brett Kavanaugh was first nominated to the Supreme Court. Others pledged their opposition before he was even named, before they'd reviewed a lick of evidence, before they'd heard a minute of testimony. Democrats already made up their mind and chosen their tactics. Delay, obstruct, and resist. Whatever it took, whatever the truth really was, they were going to do whatever they could to stop this qualified, experienced, and mainstream nominee. Democrats have signaled for months they'd put on whatever performance the far left special interests demanded and throw all the mud, all the mud they could manufacture. But it's not like they didn't warn us. But even by the far left's standards, this shameful, shameful smear campaign has hit a new low. But I want to be perfectly clear about what has taken place. Senate Democrats and their allies are trying to destroy a man's personal and professional life on the basis of decades-old allegations that are unsubstantiated and uncorroborated. That, Mr. President, is where we are. This is what the so-called resistance has become. A smear campaign, pure and simple, aided and abetted by members of the United States Senate. He's exactly right. Then there's this. Cut five, go. It's not just one alleged witness disagreeing with the allegations. It's literally every person who was supposedly there. One of, those supposed, <clears throat> one of those supposed witnesses says she does not even know Judge Kavanaugh. So all the witnesses that Dr. Ford says were present at the party have told the committee on the record and under penalty of felony, under penalty of felony, all confirm they do not remember any such party, do not know Judge Kavanaugh, or have never seen him do anything remotely, remotely 
like has been alleged. And this unsubstantiated allegation stands entirely at odds with everything we've heard about Judge Kavanaugh's character from those who've worked with him, socialized with him, dating all the way back to high school. But Democrats wouldn't let a few inconvenient things, like a complete lack of evidence, or an accuser's request for confidentiality to get between them and a good smear. It's despicable. It is despicable. I would ask Senator Richard Blumenthal of Connecticut. What did you do in high school, sir? What kind of sexual relations did you have in high school? Here we are. Don't blame me. Did you go to any parties, Senator Blumenthal? How about in college? What kind of sexual relations did you have in college? Did you drink much, Senator Blumenthal? Now, we know you're a liar. Because you claim to be a Vietnam veteran. You're not a veteran of any sort. But I think every one of these senators should be asked about their behavior in high school and college. This is the standard. We don't even need an accusation. Just ask. Cory Booker's already confessed. Years ago, he wrote a column about how he had molested a woman. But because I suppose he wrote a column on it, he's okay. And because he's for abortion on demand and he's a leftist, I guess that's okay. In the grand tradition of Ted Kennedy of Chappaquiddick. I think all the white men, for sure, particularly the older white men on the Democrat side of the Senate Judiciary Committee should be asked, how about little Dick Durbin? Little Dick Durbin. Any high school memories you'd like to relay to the American people? I mean, we need to know if this... Jury, in effect, is objective. We need to know. So what kind of sex in any did little Dick Durbin have in high school or college? Was he a drinker? I'm not even asking about Congress, where we know sexual harassment is pervasive because Jackie Spears and Kirsten uh, Gillibrand and others have said it's pervasive. So we know it goes on on Capitol Hill. Although, suddenly, they're silent about it. How about this guy, Senator Coons from Delaware? He looks a bit of a pervert to me. I'm not saying he is, of course. What do I know? Of course, then again, what do they know? What did he do in high school and college? I'm just curious. I mean, everyone's curious now, right? What did Brian Stelter do in high school and college? Well, that's a whole other story. But seriously. I think we have a right to know about our senators, don't you? We have the right to know if our senators are perverts, predators, drunks. Any of you lobbyists? Any of these senators hit on you? Any of them touch you? You see them at any drunken parties? Maybe with Chris Matthews? I don't know. I have no idea. I just a name I thought of. I think we have a right to know, don't you, ladies and gentlemen? If it's good enough for a Supreme Court nominee, it's good enough for a senator. It's good enough for a media host. How many perverts are there in the media? How many perverts are there sitting on the Senate Judiciary Committee? Tell me, Senator Durbin. 
Tell us about your high school experiences and your college experiences. Tell us. They won't tell us. Tell us, Jake Tapper. He won't tell us. They're not going to tell us. They won't even ask how the accusers are paying their many, many lawyers. They're high-powered lawyers. How are you paying Deborah Katz, Dr. Ford? No, you can't ask that. Why? Because she's the accuser. She's innocent. She's a woman. She's telling the truth. And you're a bully. Oh, sorry. How about this guy, Michael Bromwich? Is he doing this for free? Or did he join the Dr. Ford legal team? And who's paying for him? I mean, she's a professor at an average or below average college. How much can she be making to hire all these lawyers and PR types and advisors? How about Ms. Ramirez, who was unsure of her opinions until she spent six days with lawyers? What lawyers? And who's paying for them? Can we ask? No, you can't ask. You're not allowed to. Oh, okay, sorry. Tell me, Chuck Schumer, what did you do in high school and college? What did you do in high school and college? Now, you said that Mr. Kavanaugh must be guilty in so many words because he doesn't agree, he doesn't assent to an FBI investigation. Now, he's had six of them. How many of you had, Chuck Schumer? You're the minority leader of the United States Senate. You're the Svengali in the shadows orchestrating this entire damn thing. We know you are, you jerk. We know exactly who you are. We know exactly what you are. So if you're innocent, sir, of bad behavior in high school and college, are you willing to subject yourself to an FBI investigation? I'm just curious. Matter of fact, ladies and gentlemen, why shouldn't we have a vetting process with the FBI for all these senators? If it's good enough for a Supreme Court nominee, if it's good enough for a judicial nominee of any sort, in fact, if it's good enough... For an assistant secretary of agriculture, then why shouldn't it be good enough for a senator or congressman? Well, Mark, you know you're a constitutionalist. It's because that's, <coughs> excuse me, that's not the standard under the Constitution. I didn't say it was. Why don't they agree voluntarily to subject themselves to FBI investigations? Because you see the Schumer standard, which is being parroted by everybody on his side of the aisle, is that if you don't agree to an FBI investigation, you're obviously a pervert. And a predator. So I have to assume they're perverts and predators because they don't volunteer to have FBI background checks. Imagine what we would find. Here's Schumer on the floor of the Senate today. Cut six, go. Let me ask our Republican friends, President Trump and America, this question. If President Trump and Senate Republicans are so certain the allegations against Judge Kavanaugh aren't true, why aren't they welcoming the FBI to look into it? Well, it's a very simple reason why. Because we don't have FBI investigations because people make allegations without a single corroboration. We don't do that, Chuck. You're confusing America with Russia. You're confusing President Trump with Vladimir Putin. You're confusing our justice system with their justice system. You claim you support judges and justices who believe in due process. You've been jumping up and down for years. 
about how we abuse the justice system. We need to allow all these convicted prisoners out of prison about how due process rights should be conferred upon terrorists and, and so forth and so And yet when it comes to Judge Kavanaugh, you want an FBI investigation based merely on an accusation. And in the second case, an accusation dug up by the Democrat Party. You see how Soviet-esque this is, right, Chuck? And Chuck, I want to ask you again. Did you have sex when you were in high school? I mean, it's a horrific image in my mind. But did you? Yes or no? With whom? Did they agree to it? How about college? Were you drunk? Did you drink? Did you go to any parties? With whom? Did you molest anybody? I'm just curious. I'm not making any allegations whatsoever. How about you, Brian Stelter? Where'd you go? Towson State or something like that? I forget. When you were hiding out in your dorm room and all, what were you doing in there exactly? Let's put ourselves in Brian's shoes, if you will. Size four, as I understand. I'll be right back. Mark in. So we're playing along the last 20 minutes. I can pretend I'm Brian Stelter of CNN. Although I'd have to lose about 400 IQ points. So Chuck Schumer... uh, what kind of sex did you have in high school? Ooh. How about college? What are the names of the women? Assuming they're women. What are the names of the women? Did you go to any parties? Were you ever drunk? What parties did you go to? Who was there? You know, we're wondering about you, Chuck. You seem to be obsessed with sexual perversion. I mean... You guys pulled this stuff on Clarence Thomas. You're pulling this stuff on Kavanaugh. We have some serious questions. You ever look at pornography at night, Mr. Schumer? You seem obsessed. Now, we're not accusing you of anything. Uh, But we are suggesting that a, a background check by the FBI, I mean, after all, you're the minority leader of the United States Senate. After all, you've been on the Senate floor and you've said, look, the FBI investigation is the gold standard as far as you're concerned. If you have nothing to hide, what's the problem? Do you have anything to hide, Mr. Schumer? Do you have anything to hide about your high school or college years or more recent years? Do you have any any parties and sexual activity and all that? I mean, you have nothing to hide. You shouldn't have any problem with the FBI looking into it. Just to make sure you're not the pervert that you, in my opinion, you kind of appear to be because you, you're always at the, uh, at, at the, at the point of the spear on these, on these sexual accusations and innuendos against Clarence Thomas, now against Kavanaugh. Something doesn't seem right with you, sir. So we just need an FBI examination. Make sure that, you know, you're not like Bill Clinton or Ted Kennedy or John Conyers or Al Franken. You you understand. Just got to make sure you're being in this powerful position that you're in the clear. That's all. Same with little Dick Durbin of Illinois. He seems to be obsessed with this stuff. He's been involved in smearing judicial nominees for decades. 
And he was hot to trot years ago on Clarence Thomas, and he's hot to trot now. Well, what's he hot to trot over? They're not fighting over ideology. They're not fighting over interpretive uh, models and so on. No, they're fighting over this. So I think we have a right to know. And while you're investigating Schumer and Durbin, FBI, you can ask them about all their communications with the media, all their communications with Democrat lawyers, all their communications with donors and alike as members of the Senate in order to bring us to this spectacular point of enlightenment in this country. You feel the country getting away from you, folks? You feel us receding into stupidity? A Senate Judiciary Committee hearing on the Supreme Court, whether we don't discuss the cases, we don't know. The next discussion is going to be about sexual allegations against a man who I believe is innocent. Why? Because there are no witnesses. There's no witnesses. There's nothing. I'll be right back. Do you wake up in the morning feeling sluggish and have to drag yourself through your day? Do you feel bloated, tired, and out of shape? Eating healthy is a habit, but most of us don't really know exactly what we should be eating, right? How much we should be eating and how to properly prepare it. This is why I drink Field of Greens every morning before I start my day. Just one scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA-certified organic fruits and vegetables. Helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. Now this is real food, not some fake supplement lab powder. Just read the nutrition facts panel on the side. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com and get 15% off your first order with the offer code LEVIN. Now you know you're not going to start cooking fresh fruits and vegetables, so let's not pretend. Just get one full cup of fruits and one full cup of vegetables every day with Field of Greens. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com, BrickHouse, L-E-V-I-N.com, offer code LEVIN. The Mark Levin Show, live and national at 877-381-3811. You know, from hurricanes to earthquakes and cyber warfare, every American should have a plan to get through an emergency natural disaster, or the power being out for weeks. This is more urgent than ever, isn't it? We've seen again and again government response and repair to infrastructure can be slow. you got to expect that from government. It's the way it is. It's the way it is. So the best place to start is personal responsibility. Each of us storing food. You can store food that lasts up to 25 years. You can build a supply over time so you're always ready. I trust and use my Patriot Supply for my food storage. Make today the day you do the same. Everyone in your household should have a four-week emergency food kit. And there's a special on them. Save $100 when you go to my special website, preparewithmark.com. Preparewithmark.com. These four-week food kits are shipping fresh and discreetly to your door. So do it right away. Order and save $100 per kit on their bestseller this week. Call 800-294-2325, 800-294-2325, or go online to preparewithmark.com. 
Now, whatever this world cooks up, know with this food, you're prepared. Preparewithmark.com, preparewithmark.com, or 800-294-2325, 800-294-2325, and you'll be able to save $100 per kit on their bestseller this week, okay? Really worth jumping in. All right. I don't know if any of you watched Life, Liberty, and Levin this Sunday at 10 p.m. I had a rare special where it was just me. No guests, no panels. You know, there's not a lot of hosts who can do that, by the way. But I do it all the time on Levin TV. That's what I do. And I wanted to get some of the history and context for what the Democrats have done to the judicial confirmation process. They've destroyed it over the last 31 years. But I want you to hear Chuck Schumer now because he's taking it even to a new level. He wants to destroy the United States Supreme Court itself unless they can control it. I kid you not. Cut seven, go. In the face of multiple allegations against Judge Kavanaugh, the FBI should reopen the background check investigation and we should conduct a hearing where the appropriate witnesses are called and respect given both to the accuser and the accused. So he wants he wants a real real spectacle of mockery. And I would ask you, Chuck Schumer and the rest of them, if they got their way, what would happen? How would it look to the rest of the world? Conservatives or non-leftists, let's put it that way, would never want to serve in any branch of the government in any position. That's what they're doing. This is a political terror campaign. That's what it is. Anybody who's even thinking about moving up from the district court or circuit court to the Supreme Court that does not embrace the fundamental transformation of America and progressive statism, this is what you can face. This is what they're doing. This is a political jihad by the left. Go ahead. Less will be reviewed, will be viewed by the American people, and I believe judged by history as a stain on Republicans in the Senate and a stain on the integrity of the majesty of the Supreme Court. So, if the left doesn't win, even with their Putin Russian tactics, then the Supreme Court is in complete disrepute. Same people who say you cannot criticize a judicial decision or a judge, of course, of their liking. Schumer just said, so he's put out the word, because he's the commissar of the Democrat Party on the left. He's just put out the word, we will, not literally, but politically now, burn down the United States Supreme Court. He is a contemptible human being, Chuck Schumer. Much like Brian Stelter. But he is a contemptible human being. So now... Politically, they seek to burn down the Supreme Court. Politically, they seek to character assassinate Kavanaugh. Politically, they seek to reverse the 2016 election and burn down our electoral system. These people are out of control. They hate the Constitution. They abuse the very processes that they're supposed to be overseeing and supporting. This is who they are, ladies and gentlemen. These are left-wing kook radicals with suits and ties and dresses. That's what they are. They're no different. So now, if Kavanaugh is confirmed there's a stain on the Supreme Court, 
that destroys the integrity and majesty of the Supreme Court. Unbelievable. That's what we're dealing with. And they are out there looking for all the rat finks and the skunks. They're lawyers. Those are the rat finks and the skunks, especially. So how did this Ramirez, the second, come to light? Where Ronan Farrow tells us, cut eight, go. Why did she come forward? She came forward because Senate Democrats began looking at this claim. She did not flag this for those Democrats. This came to her to the attention of people on the Hill independently. And it's really cornered her into an awkward position. That's why she took time to think about this carefully. You know, she said point blank, I don't want to ruin anyone's life. Uh, but she feels this well, is I, a- she may have said that, but she is. And uh, she needed to think about it carefully uh, with lawyers in the room. So the Democrats were behind this. The Democrats. Jane Mayer, who is a hack, and you can Google her name and it will become more than apparent. She is a disgrace. But she's brought on the Today Show and Savannah Guthrie throws her a softball. Cut nine, go. And, and lastly, Jane, in the, in the world we live in, a lot of people always suspect there could be a political hit job going on. What do you yeah, boy, know? What an inquisitive journalist she is, Savannah Guthrie. She's perfect for the Today Show. They have this, this predator, Matt Lauer, all over the place. He's got buttons and buzzers. He's been hitting on all the women. He's a disgusting... Anyway, uh, and somehow they missed it. But this could be a political hit job, you see. No, that is, if somebody says it's a political hit job, that's to be dismissed. Go ahead. About Deborah Ramirez's political motivations, and is what did she say about whether or not this was motivated by not wanting to see a conservative justice on the Supreme Court? Well, she says she's not. She's a registered Democrat, which we put in the story as well. But I also interviewed um, a woman who Judge Kavanaugh wanted us to talk to, to def- who wanted as a, someone who would defend him. And I asked her outright. She knows Deborah Ramirez, and I said, "Do you think that politics was a motivation?" And she said to me no and she's Kavanaugh's uh, defender so nobody is really alleging that politics was the motivation here wait, wait a minute dummy you just said you just heard Renan Farrow say she came forward because Senate Democrats came looking for this claim so politics is a, moti- a motivating factor it's in your own article but you can't take Jane Mayer at her word because her word means nothing nothing cut 10 John Dickerson go Cut 10, go. The corroborating witness, which you says has all the details, including Kavanaugh's name. Where did that witness come from and where did that witness get the uh, information about this from? If, she, if that person doesn't know Ramirez. Uh, he remembers it from from he was in the same dorm, same same little building on Yale's old campus. And he remembers it clearly. I asked him, you know, of course, we're going to be very careful. No, as I've said, he heard it from someone who was there. And um, as I've said, um, we interviewed him and I said to him, are you sure that it was Brett Kavanaugh? He said, I am 100 percent. Now keep it. He's 100 percent sure. And he didn't witness anything. What kind of reporting is this, ladies and gentlemen? This is called advocacy. 
by a left-wing kook. Go ahead. But he, as you admit, um, he was not so, at, at the party. So this guy wasn't at the party. He wasn't even at the party. One more this round. Maisie Hirono of Hawaii. Hawaii, I hope you're proud of the moron that you've sent to the United States Senate. She was on MSNBC today. Hey, does Kavanaugh deserve the presumption of innocence? You know, like every human being in this country deserves the presumption of innocence. That's kind of a basic fundamental principle of our system. Go ahead. Senator, I'd like to ask you to clarify something that you said roughly 24 hours ago over with uh, Jake Tapper. He asked you, do you believe that Brett Kavanaugh should deserve or does deserve the same presumption of innocence? And your response was that you put his denial in the context of everything you know about him in terms of how he approaches his cases. I'm sure you're aware that uh, in conservative circles, there is some outrage, some anger at your comment. It's being interpreted as because this is a conservative judge, you're not, uh, you've already sort of made your decision about him as it relates to these accusations. Can you clarify what you meant? Do you believe Judge Kavanaugh does deserve a presumption of innocence or not. Look, we're not in a court of law. No, no, idiot, but you are in the United States Senate and the Senate Judiciary Committee, which oversees the courts, which oversees the people who go on the courts. And so it's wholly relevant rather than the, the idiotic answer. We're not in a court of law. You're in the United States Senate Judiciary Committee. You still deserve the presumption of innocence. And ladies and gentlemen, if you and I and our fellow Americans don't deserve the presumption of innocence in the United States Senate, then neither do any single United States senator. They don't deserve the presumption of innocence ever under any circumstances. If that's the test they're going to apply to us. Go ahead at this point and without having the the uh, uh, FBI report or some uh, shut up with the FBI report all of you clowns reporting repeating is we need an FBI report FBI report they want to release thousands of convicted criminals because they say the system is unfair all of a sudden they're holding on to the FBI like they give a damn about the FBI they hate the FBI. The only part they like about the FBI is the men who had to resign under criminal investigation or ethical clouds. That part of the FBI they like. They don't like the FBI. They hate law enforcement. Decade after decade after decade of evidence of that. Uh, we need an FBI investigation. To investigate what? You guys plant these turds in the swimming pool, and then everybody else is supposed to jump in the pool and fish him out. And by turds, I mean these, these arguments, not the people. The arg- yeah, I know, the media is hanging on my every syllable. That is these tactics, these tactics, these tactics. Let me put it to you this way. They concoct these scenarios. Hold on to a letter for six weeks, go and find somebody and so forth and so on. And then they want the FBI to investigate what they've done. But not them, but the victims of what they've done. That's my point. And by the way, what about these women? I seriously doubt, I seriously doubt they ever thought they'd be in this position. I really do. I really do. But the Democrats don't care. Let me tell you a little secret. 
A year from now, they won't care about Ford. They won't care about Ramirez. Just another bump in the road for the Democrats. They've shown no evidence of caring about women. They have shown no evidence. They care about abortion. That's not caring about women. I'll be right back. Lovin. So here it is Monday. This hearing's supposed to be Thursday. And you know what the big talk is now in the media? How will these witnesses perform? Will they be persuasive? And Judge Kavanaugh, having done an interview with Martha McCollum on uh, Fox, they're now saying he didn't show enough anger. He he didn't pound his fist on the desk. I'm not sure. He's a, he's a little understated. So this is what happens. It's a soap opera. Who's more convincing? Excuse me. Is this not a hearing for a Supreme Court? Ju- no. Who's more convincing? Who's more believable? It's not a court of law, you know. Uh, the accuser doesn't have any due process rights, doesn't have any rights at all, other than to resign and to submit to an FBI investigation. And, of course, if he doesn't submit willingly to an FBI investigation, it's obvious he's guilty. Excuse me? Oh, yes. I'm telling you, that's nuts. The whole damn thing is nuts. They should have forced a vote and got, been done with it, but they didn't. Very foolish. And you know what's not smart? Job sites that overwhelm you with tons of the wrong resumes. But you know what is smart? ZipRecruiter.com slash Levin, L-E-V-I-N. You know, unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't wait for candidates to find you. ZipRecruiter goes and finds them for you. It's powerful matching technology, scans thousands of resumes, identifies people with the right skills, education, experience for your job, actively invites them to apply. So you get qualified candidates fast. No more sorting through the wrong resumes. No more waiting for the right candidates to apply. It's no wonder that ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the U.S. Now this rating comes from hiring sites on Trustpilot with over 1,000 reviews. Right now, you, my listeners, can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address. You might want to jot it down. ZipRecruiter.com slash Levin, L-E-V-I-N. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Levin, ZipRecruiter.com slash Levin. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Let's go to Tom, St. Louis, Missouri, XM Satellite. Go. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think you're seeing the big picture. I think this is a complete effort to not only um, defeat Kavanaugh, but to silence all of us and it's eerily reminiscent of and i'm gonna get a little bit specific with romania and i think that in 1992 we elected nikolai and elena Ceausescu, and we are seeing them come to fruition and the point is here and i agree with you in this respect the point is here because i said it earlier that what the Democrats are doing with the media help here, by the way, is they're saying anybody who doesn't toe the line. I mean, we'll tolerate a few judges and justices here and there, but anyone who doesn't toe the line, you want to come up here, you want to be confirmed, you want to serve on the United States Supreme Court, don't bother. 
unless you're prepared to be destroyed. Don't bother. That's the big picture. All right, yeah. Tom, thank you for your call, my friend. By the way, next hour, we're going to discuss briefly this Rosenstein stuff. Have you ever seen worse reporting in a 90 to 120 minute period? Yeah, we have that. We have it on good authority that that uh, Rod Rosensteinstein has uh, verbally resigned. Uh, he's going over to the White House to meet with uh, Chief of Staff Kelly uh, to get his walking papers. Wait a minute. More breaking news. Uh, it's not clear yet uh, if he's verbally resigned. Matter of fact, we just heard that our contact says he is not resigned. He's going to the White House and he's going to tell uh, Chief uh, Kelly uh, that if... Um, they want to remove him. They have to fire him because he's not going to. Re- and then we hear, actually, he's coming to the White House for a meeting, you see. And uh, not only that, uh, he'll be meeting with the president on Thursday. What? We just had two hours of great ratings, two hours of great reporting, all kinds of gibberish being thrown in every direction. What happened? This is your reporting today. It's pathetic. When we come back. I want to spend a little time talking about, well, a number of issues, including a host on CNN. We'll be right back. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post. Deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, everybody. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811. 877-381-3811. We talk about the media a lot on this program. Uh, and we talk about the history of the media. We talk about the modern media. What is the media? What is news? Who are journalists? So forth and so on. But much like Potter Stewart once said about pornography, I know it when I see it. I know journalistic pornography when I see it. And the Stormy Daniels of journalism... There are several, but the, but the biggest would be Brian Stelter. He has a weekly show called Reliable Sources. It's unreliable. He's a very nasty little man. He's not particularly intelligent. He started the New York Times. Um, now he's over at CNN. And... Um, he looks for occasions to smear people, to character assassinate people. He is a hardcore leftist dressed up as a journalist. And this is the reason why so many of you don't trust these people. Week after week after week, same thing. He'll have a program on Donald Trump's mental health. Health. He'll have a program on, um, well, let's start it this way. You know, I uh, I was off, when was it, Monday before last week, Mr. Producer? Of this week or last week? Last week I was off Monday. I had gone to Florida to see my parents, both of whom are ailing. On Tuesday it was Yom Kippur. I came back on air Wednesday. Now what I had done over the weekend 
is I'd posted a lot of stories. I don't break these stories for the most part. There's a website called Grabian, which is a very good website. They posted a story about Professor uh, Christine Ford. It was posted on the Drudge Report. Turns out there are two professors, Christine Ford, maybe, maybe more. And the comments on the Professor Christine Ford uh, site were negative, largely. Some positive, but she had like a two and a half, 2.8 rating, which isn't that good. I thought that was important for my people on social media to know, so we linked to it. There was no malice of forethought, no idea it was inaccurate, no idea it was a different Christine Ford. Then I get an email over the weekend. Mr. Bruce, open your microphone. I get an email over the weekend, and you tell me our folks at Conservative Review found out that it's the wrong Ford. Isn't that correct? Correct, yep. And you told me, when I called you, and exactly what did I tell you to do? Kill it, pull it. Kill it, pull it. Thank you. Now, why? Well, I don't want to intentionally be linking to stories that are inaccurate. Matt Trudge didn't intentionally put that on his site because it was inaccurate. Grabing didn't intentionally put it on its site because it's inaccurate. And so if you're a left-wing demagogue and propagandist like Mr. Stelter, who is constantly fishing and cherry-picking for reasons to, to try and smear you, which is what he does, then you're going to jump on that. Several liberal outlets, as well as reason, jumped on it as evidence that I and some others who saw it on the Drudge Report were obviously in some kind of a conspiracy to get Dr. Ford. And when you listen to his entire broadcast, and I went back and I did, unfortunately, you can see he tells you to judge everything pretty much based on standing in her shoes, not Judge Kavanaugh's shoes. Imagine a journalist telling you to stand in her shoes while this dispute's going on, rather than being a journalist and standing in his own shoes. And he's conveying what it must be like to be her, to be in a hotel room, hold up, trying to figure out what to do, a private person now going public. At no time did he say standing Kavanaugh's shoes, married for a long time to his wife, his two little daughters, his mother, the ju- at no time. So his compassion goes one way. And so being an advocate, not a journalist, being a propagandist, this is what he does. So he found what I did to be absolutely outrageous as evidence of animus on my part. Now, I was out that Monday and was out that Tuesday. So on Wednesday when I came back, last Wednesday, September 19th, here's exactly what I said on the air. Cut one, go. I posted a link to a story on Drudge about this Professor Ford and the student reviews, which were highly negative. And then we're told by our friend over uh, Jennifer, Jen at uh, CR Conservative Review, let's Rich, my producer, know that actually that's a different professor. I said, okay, well, just take it down. Every idiot website and some idiot newspapers found that to be a profound event and have reported it. Reported what? That I'm so out to get Dr. Ford that I'm willing to even post falsehoods. Well, I don't intentionally 
post anything that's false. I give my opinion. But I thought that was important. Turns out it was wrong. And we removed it. But you didn't apologize. Well, what's to apologize for? Well, it wasn't correct. And we removed it. Meanwhile, I have to sit here day in and day out and listen to these idiots on these websites, read them, or these newspapers or these broadcasts lying through their teeth about a thousand different things. Mouthpieces for the left. The Business Insider. Go ahead and look who runs the Business Insider. Look who the, the primary owner is. Look at his background. The Business Insider. They're very upset. Our folks at Reason, a site that I like, run by libertarians, this got them all worked up. They were very excited about this. It's stupid. And, of course, every left-wing kook operation. Think progress and so forth. But they're all pretty similar, aren't they? So that's my great offense, Mr. Producer. So what happens? Brian Stelter does not do any unique or original reporting. He calls his contacts in the Democrat Party, don't you? He calls his left-wing contacts in the special interest groups. He goes online. He looks at other sites. He sees this. So on Sunday, well after Wednesday, well after the weekend before, he decides on his weekly program that's only for an hour, this is a big, big deal. This is a big deal. And it goes something like this. Cut to go. I really want to show you examples of this misinformation. It has been a problem all week long. On Monday, the right-wing smear machine dug up mean reviews. The right-wing smear machine. Does that sound like a journalist? The left-wing smear machine is behind this entire effort to destroy Kavanaugh. It's out there for everyone to see. But he talks about the right-wing smear machine. Now, there must be an enormous amount of evidence of this right-wing smear machine going after Dr. Ford. Must be all over the place. So what does he cite? Go ahead. RateMyProfessor.com. These were said to be reviews of Professor Ford. Uh, One of these pro-Trump sites said she was dark, she was mad, she was scary, she was troubled. The only problem was that the reviews were of a different Professor Ford. Seriously, I'm not making that up. So this is a week old, more than a week old. He's on a weekly show. And he finds this to be the big evidence of the right-wing smear machine. I'd already stated publicly what happened. It was pulled down by Drudge almost immediately. Grabian, the site that created it, they apologized. There's no right-wing smear machine. But he works for CNN. He can't help it. Go ahead. Mark Levin, the Drudge Report, and other bright lights of the right promoted this stuff and this was just the beginning all week long actual news outlets have had to chase all right, that's that. enough so he goes after ed whalen at national review for a position that he took and so forth so that's it that's his evidence of the right wing smear machine you can go listen to it yourself i remembered getting in a tussle with mr stelter back in march of 2017 when I pulled together eight, nine, ten news articles from reputable news sites to point out what now has become evident to everybody but most of the news media to point out that 
something had occurred with the FISA court, that something had occurred with espionage or surveillance or something not right had been taking place with the Trump campaign and Trump Tower and Trump and so forth. I certainly didn't have any firsthand evidence. I was pulling together news articles from the New York Times, from McClatchy and a bunch of others. I had the good sense to put them down one after the other and, and pull them together and look at it and read from them and draw conclusions from them, all of which were accurate. Mr. Stelter said that I cannot personally prove that anything was submitted to the FISA court. And I said, well, now, wait a minute, it's in the media. Well, that doesn't mean you have firsthand evidence. So it's utterly, utterly disinterested. And so I, I wrote an open letter to Mr. Stelter on why he is a complete fraud. Utterly unprofessional. Complete disinterest. Not only disinterest in a major story, disinterest in the facts that were presented as a result of other news reports. But then I get digging, and our friends at Conservative Review, which I used to edit, they get digging too. But even on my own, I get digging. And what do I find out? Well, let me go to the CRPs. That this guy, Stelter, is the worst. He's the worst. Back in December 2016, Stelter pushed an unsubstantiated video purporting, video purporting to show someone speaking Arabic being kicked off a plane. Stelter did this via social media, and the video was later shown to be a hoax. What's worse? The video came from a serial hoaxer. And Stelter fought back against someone who rightly called it a hoax right after he shared it. Stelter had a narrative to push, and he did it. Then there's the time earlier in 2016 when Stelter claimed that Sean Hannity and Rush Limbaugh, among others, might be rooting for Hillary Clinton's death because they brought up her health woes. That's a classic Stelter tactic he shares with conspiracy theorists. You see, Stelter isn't saying, he's just observing. Then there was the time earlier this year when Stelter was pushing rumors that the missing, quote-unquote, Melania Trump, remember that? That he was just sharing what others were saying. He wouldn't be pushing an agenda or anything like that, would he? And of course, when I connected the dots about surveillance of Trump during the campaign, Stelter went into overdrive, attacking, you know, the right-winger. And of course, I hit back hard against Stelter. And there's lots more. You can go on my Facebook site and my Twitter site. But here's my challenge to Mr. Stelter. Why don't you come on my radio show? I want to go through every one of these stories that you put on your social media or you reported on your show that I have placed on my Facebook and Twitter sites. Each one of them. You're the reporter. I'm not. You're the journalist. I'm not. You're supposed to be objective. I am a conservative. Why don't you come on my show, tough guy? This radio show. Will you be heard by millions of more people than will ever watch your Sunday show? Or Saturday, whatever it is. Come on my show, and I will go through these stories with you. And I will go through your social media links that I just talked about and others with you. So you can show millions and millions of Americans what it's like to be a journalist at CNN. I'll be right back.
after it dismissed John Bolton as a talking head, you know, for Fox. Talking head for Fox. John Bolton served in two presidential positions confirmed by the Senate Department of Justice. He was Assistant Attorney General for Legislative Affairs and Assistant Attorney General for the Civil Division. He served at the State Department under the Bush administration. He served as our ambassador to the United Nations. Of course, now he's the National Security Advisor to President Trump. But he was dismissed as just a talking head by Brian Stelter, who's accomplished nothing in his life. He did an interview of this guy, uh, the, the porn star lawyer, the slip and fall lawyer, Aventi or whatever the hell his name is. And he actually promotes the guy as a serious presidential contender in a softball interview. Never questioned him about his own ethics issues. Never questioned him about the lawsuits that are in his life uh, that, that raise serious, serious issues about uh, this lawyer's integrity. Never says a word. Greg Gutfeld points out that Brian Stelter actually tried to get the President of the United States banned from Twitter. Banned from Twitter. Uh, This is the kind of person you're dealing with here. He's used a refrain about the President of the United States and his mental wellness. He's pushed that agenda now for for months and months. As I said, he talked about the missing Melania Trump. Where is she? Where's the missing Melania Trump? Now, why does somebody do this sort of thing? I'll tell you why. Not only is he way over his head, he's not particularly bright. He's not really educated as a journalist. He basically was sitting in his underwear in, the, in his basement somewhere in uh, Pennsylvania, and uh, the New York Times spotted him. But the reason he'll attack somebody like me or something is the same reason the media attack Trump or the media attack Kavanaugh or the media attack anybody. They seek to destroy your reputation. They seek to character assassinate you. They seek to shut you up. Which is why so many of you love the president. He doesn't put up with it. Which is why Kavanaugh must fight on. Or they win. The destruction of the judicial confirmation process goes on. He must fight on. People must stand up to this. Which is why I don't take any crap from this guy or any of these guys. And that's what the the people behind me, the next generation of broadcasters need to understand. Many of them... Apply the, try to play the middle while claiming to be conservative. They play up to the New York Times or they'll play up to CNN. They will get burned and maybe even destroyed if they play that game. Because that may be their game, but it's not the left's game. As I've told you before, I cannot tell you how many times I've been invited on these, these various Sunday shows and other shows as long as I'll attack Republicans and attack conservatives. If I'm going to attack them, I'll do it on my own microphone. I'm not a dancing monkey for the left. And yet they're out there. Conservatives who are happy to do it. Look at DeSantis in Florida. They've tried it. Repeat, they've tried repeatedly to paint this man as a racist. On no basis whatsoever. Other than the left twisting his words. Trying to smear him. And he's fighting back. As he must. He's fighting back. We all have to fight back. All right, folks. I'll be right back.
Mark Levin, speaking to the four out of five Americans who are literate at 877-381-3811. You know, the misreporting of that New York Times piece the other day is really incredible. We talked about it at length last week, and you'll notice how you said it's a setup to try and get the president to fire Rosenstein. And you notice virtually every conservative has now repeated that, having moved in the wrong direction, because it was obvious to me. Now, all that said, Rosenstein says he was being sarcastic when he said that because McCabe was pushing him to open a criminal investigation. Damn near every report I see, even now, says Rosenstein considered wearing a wire. He never considered wearing a wire. Then I hear it say, well, if he joked about it, that's just as bad. And as I said last week, he didn't say he joked about it. He said, or it was said on his behalf, that he was being sarcastic in response to McCabe. What should I do, wear a wire? Well, what about the 25th Amendment? He says that never came up. I'm no special pleader for Rosenstein, in the least. I was the earliest, or among the earliest, to call him out for his multiple conflicts. So that's not the point. The point is, they're trying to set up the president. They want him to fire Rosenstein before the uh, midterm election to create more havoc. How do you think Brian Stelter and the rest of them at CNN and MSNBC, CBS, ABC, NBC, New York Times, Washington Post, America's uh, propaganda mill, how do you think they would handle this? And do you think the average citizen would disagree? The average citizen's probably not even following all this. So you need to take that into consideration which we have, and we did. So here's some exciting news. Simply Safe is now valued at $1 billion. Now, why is that important? Well, this company used to be just five guys working together, and the founder only started the company because he wanted to help his friends who were burglarized. Now it's worth a billion dollars because Simply Safe protects over 2 million people. In other words, it works. It's the best. So people have signed up. And here's what makes them so great. Simply Safe is comprehensive protection for your home with round the clock professional monitoring and police dispatch. You get protection against intruders and fires and leaks and burst pipes. Did you hear me? Intruders, fires, leaks, and burst pipes. Simply Safe keeps working during power outages, downed Wi Fi, even if a burglar smashes your keypad. This system is easy to use, incredibly intuitive, and it takes just minutes to set up. And with Simply Safe, there are no contracts or hidden fees. And 24-7 monitoring is only $14.99 a month. CNET, PC Magazine, and Wirecutter all named Simply Safe their top pick. Their top pick for home security. Order your Simply Safe system now at simplysafemark.com. And my listeners get free shipping and free returns. That's simplysafemark.com to protect your family and home immediately. SimplySafeMark.com. Now, here's a story I didn't see on uh, the Brian Stelter Unreliable Sources show, or for that matter, on much media at all. But I did see it in the Washington Free Beacon last week. I've been waiting to see. I've been waiting to see the coverage. There's been none, really. Florida gubernatorial candidate Andrew Gillum, he is a favorite now of the left, including the media 
has aligned himself with several prominent anti-Semitic organizations known for promoting boycotts of Jewish goods and individuals, fueling questions about how the Democratic candidate will handle issues of import to the state's large pro-Israel community. I hope you're listening, Florida. Gillum, who is riding a a progressive wave of young Democrats, highly critical of Israel, is running against Representative Ron DeSantis, a prominent Israel supporter. The Democrat has a history of working with several organizations promoting the boycott, divestment, and sanctions movement, or BDS, an anti-Semitic movement that seeks to wage economic and political warfare on the Jewish state. This is the uh, free beacon. You will never hear this at CNN. Gillum's open association with these organizations is raising questions in the pro-Israel community, particularly as U.S. states seek to slash ties with the BDS organizations and prevent taxpayer funds from supporting these movements. While Gillum has committed to push back against anti-Israel efforts like BDS, quote-unquote, he's not distanced himself from several organizations leading that charge. DeSantis, meanwhile, has positioned himself firmly against the BDS movement and is the co-author of legislation that will protect American businesses from being pressured into backing Israel boycotts. The issue is likely to be raised with both candidates as the gubernatorial contest heats up in a state with many Jewish voters. DeSantis said he is concerned and dismayed by Gillum's ties to radical anti-Israel groups. Now, where are the media? They're nowhere. They're busy trying to falsely smear DeSantis. But here's Gillum. These aren't fake issues. These are real issues. In my years in Florida, I've never seen a candidate for state office who's been as anti-Israel as Andrew Gillum, DeSantis told the Washington Free Beacon in an interview. He opposes our embassy in Jerusalem. He does not recognize Jerusalem as Israel's eternal and indivisible capital. And he even criticizes Israel's response against Hamas militants in May of 2018. His anti-Israel views are part and parcel of his overall far-left Democrat socialist agenda. He doesn't share the values of the vast majority of people in Florida with his position. So they're trying to cover up his positions now. He's such a radical left-wing kook, is Gillum. They're trying to cover up his positions. Gillum has touted the organization, that is, Dream Defenders, saying he is pleased and proud to be endorsed by them. Now, this is one of the most progressive entities. Dream Defenders, a Florida-based advocacy group that has emerged as a leader in the Black Lives Matter movement, supports efforts to abolish U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, or ICE, and is intertwined with backers of the BDS movement, which has made common cause with the Black Lives Matter movement. Dream Defenders routinely criticizes Israel for perpetuating what it describes as genocide of the Palestinians and has led at least two delegations to Palestine in recent years, according to the organization's website. I'm quoting, quote, Palestine is the site of a continued settler colonial project, the state of Israel. Dream Defenders writes on its website, employing language used by many anti-Israel groups to delegitimize Israel. The colonial project, quote, was born out of political ideology called Zionism, established in the late 19th century. Now, as with numerous organizations associated with the Black Lives Matter movement, Dream Defenders has adopted Palestine 
as one of its pet issues and regularly promotes anti-Israel materials, according to an investigation by Legal Insurrection. Our great friends over there, which has documented the organization's evolution. Gillum has also supported and attended the Rockwood Leadership Institute, an organization financed by the so-called New Israel Fund, a chief promoter of Israel boycotts and materials maligning the Jewish state. Notice the name, the New Israel Fund. This is what the left does. One alum of the Institute is Linda Sarsour, a prominent anti-Israel activist who has decimated, uh, excuse me, disseminated anti-Semitic materials and has been labeled by pro-Israel organizations as a cheap promoter of the BDS movement. On August 29, Gillum appeared on a podcast called GHOGH, hosted by Jamarlin Martin, where he was asked about the recent campaign by Hamas to infiltrate terrorist cells across the Israel-Gaza border under cover of civilian rioting. Martin referred to some 60 Palestinians who were throwing rocks and protesting what I view as apartheid. This is a quote. They don't deserve to be shot. Can you speak to the 60 Palestinians that were murdered and the lack of a Democratic Party condemnation of human rights violations and so forth? Gillum responded to the claim Palestinians were murdered while protesting apartheid by saying, none of us can look at those images and be okay with it. The hands of this Trump administration, we now have even cited more violence by recognizing Jerusalem to be the capital of Israel and also to locate the United States Embassy there, again, just adding more fuel to the fire. I think it was a provocation by the president that was unnecessary and it's been costly from a human toll. Later in the interview, Gillum characterized Israel's response to rocket attacks on its citizens as, quote, in my opinion, an outsized response that has created a humanitarian crisis. So Florida, that's your Democrat nominee for governor. Texas, you have a similar issue there with Beto O'Rourke. One of only eight members of the House of Representatives who voted against the Iron Dome project for Israel. And by the way, the Israelis were also involved in the technological development of uh, what we call um, SDI. I've talked about this growing anti-Semitic movement within the Democrat Party. It is growing. The media have all but censored any discussion about it or attack those who raise it, like moi. But it is a growing movement within the Democrat Party. Even with Bernie Sanders, or particularly with Bernie Sanders and his supporters. Some of them unwitting, too many winning. But you got this situation in Florida with the Democrat nominee. You've got Beto O'Rourke while he goes down. You know, funny, I was watching the debate between him and Ted Cruz, and he was constantly saying things like, look, I, uh, I'm not a Republican or a Democrat, or I know I'm running as a Democrat, but I'm here for the people of Texas, people of Texas. And one question I wish Ted had asked him. So let's say you get elected to the Senate. Who are you going to vote for for the Senate Majority Leader? He's going to vote for Schumer. He'll vote for Durbin to be the number two guy. This is what they do, Texas. They lie through their teeth, and in his case, substantial teeth. I'm not Republican, Democrat. I'm just a left-wing kook who wants to massively increase spending, the debt, and, and taxes. That's all. I have no problem with illegal immigration and earned citizenship. How do you earn citizenship? 
How does a dreamer earn citizenship? They just get citizenship. So everything's looked at the wrong way, you see. So Beto was one of eight. Now we have Gilliam here in Florida. And there are others, many others. Some of them are even in the media. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. law as you know what is the fair standard of proof that is a great question and it's a question i've thought about asking judge kavanaugh what is the standard of proof is it probable cause as we use in criminal proceedings is it beyond a reasonable doubt is it a certain percentage of uh, accuracy I, I don't know what it is we are trying to come up with a reasonable standard here but i think we understand the gravity of this situation when someone steps forward and accuses another person of this kind of sexual assault it needs to be taken seriously what is he rambling on about? Apparently no standard, because he couldn't figure it out either. But he's going to ask Kavanaugh what the standard should be. That's very clever. Listen, what should the standard of proof be against you? This is just, it, it, it's incomprehensible to me how we get to this point. But the Democrats drag us down, and they need to be held to account. The media drag us down. They need to be held to account. The, notice the media take all this stuff, and they keep giving it force. They keep giving it force. You know, a new study just came out of all places, China, discovered that air pollution causes a huge reduction in intelligence. Now, this in addition to the well-known impacts on physical health. High pollution levels led to significant drops in test scores with language and arithmetic, the average impact equivalent to having lost an entire year of education. It's especially important with 95% of the global politician, uh, uh, population breathing unsafe air. Politicians, too. So do the smart thing. Go to filterby.com, America's leading provider of HVAC filters for homes and small businesses. Choose from over 600 sizes, including custom options that ship free within 24 hours. Plus, they support working Americans manufacturing all their filters right here in America. Save 5% when you subscribe for auto replacement, so you'll never forget to change your filthy filters ever again. When these fresh, clean ones come, you swap out the old and put in the new. Filter Buy will save you time. They'll save you money. You'll breathe better. Apparently, you might become more intelligent in the process. So stop procrastinating. That's FilterBuy.com. FilterBuy.com. Tell them. Mark sent you. By the way, a shout-out to Stan's Donuts. Oh, yes, I've talked about them many times. Thank you for the wonderful donuts. Thank you for the wonderful donuts on my birthday. My Lord. They'd never done it before. They shipped it from Santa Clara, California. I think it's Santa Clara. I don't remember anymore. Right off on Homestead, off of Lawrence Expressway. And, uh, of course, we had to insist on paying for it because I don't take anything for free in this business. They didn't want to, but I insisted on it. We insisted on it. And they came across country, so we zapped them in the microwave. Oh, my Lord. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Just great. I want to thank you. Brought back memories, too. 
All right. Let's see here. Let's see if there's any callers. There's a lot of callers. A whole ton of callers. Tim, Dallas, Texas, the great WBAP. Go. Hey, Mark. It's an honor to talk to you, sir. I greatly appreciate you. And, man, Thank I went you. through with calls when you were gone. I have to say, I was, I was kind of sweating it. <laughs> Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Hey, you know, I, I also watched that... Um, that cruise, uh, Robert Francis. Over no, I, no, I watched it after the fact because obviously it was going on during the show. But I watched it nonetheless. Go ahead. Yeah, I was watching it too. I was watching it live, but I, I saw it on C-SPAN because I didn't right. want to listen to it. So I, I, I was kind of going with because uh, I love it when you have sound bites and you dissect what these these left freaks are saying and what they do. Right. So I was sitting there and I heard uh, Beto saying. Well, I'll, I'll do whatever I can. I think I heard him say it probably two or three times. Probably three times the best. I'll do whatever I can, when I can, to work with the president. I'm like, really? Okay. So and then Cruz steps up and goes, you know what? You're more far left than Hillary or um, what's his name um, in Vermont? God, Bernie. Bernie. Bernie Sanders. Yeah, you're more left than he is. And it's really funny. That's what you said. But you would uh, impeach uh, Trump tomorrow. So what do you mean you'd work with him in any way you can? And see, that's where you get into it. And I was kind of listening to it. They just talk out of their just word vomit. They lie. They lie. Some of them are out of the closet and full-scale, you know, Democratic Socialists. But you can't do that in Texas. He lies. And they keep lying. And the interesting thing is he kept saying to Cruz, see, this is the problem with Washington. Uh, excuse me, isn't he a congressman? Tim? Yes, he is. From, he's a congressman from El Paso. That's correct. And he's a radical leftist, and he's trying to kind of fly under the radar in that sense. He's, he's trying to pretend he's a, he's a regular guy. He's the people's guy. Then he flies off to do Ellen DeGeneres' show. He's getting a ton of money from Hollywood, a ton of money from leftists in Manhattan. And then he pretends, oh, I don't take any PAC money, you know. And, uh, you know, it's that phony left-wing populism. And that's what it is. But it is hardcore, centralized, big government socialism. All right, Tim, thank you for your call, my friend. Well, that's it. Well, I hope you enjoyed the program. We salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, emergency personnel, ICE, the Border Patrol, all of our wonderful law enforcement out there. And uh, I want to wish you all the best. We will see you right here tomorrow. Check out Levin TV. It is a really, really good one. God bless.